I'm sitting in Debbie Balch's office in this fabulous downtown Colorado Springs location of Elevated Insights. I love coming here. I love that you've um, invited um, our professional women's group to host meetings here because it's such a fabulous vibe. But before we go there, Debbie, I just want to hear more from you about um, your work background, just so that those who haven't met you yet can get to know who you are. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk with you today. I've uh, been working in, you know, after college for over 25 years now, for a long time, <laughs> I could say 30. Um, started <laughs> with larger companies with Procter & Gamble and with PepsiCo and Frito-Lay, and then broke off and was on my own as an independent consultant for probably about 15 years, and then started expanding after the kids left for college, started expanding that business and hiring others and growing up to about, we have about 15 employees now, so here in Colorado Springs. So it's been a little bit of everything from solo entrepreneur, you know, but a faithful employee and now a boss, if you will. I love that. And it sounds like there is a critical stage where the kids went off to school and that mm -hmm. gave you a little bit more room to run with your business. What was that right. transition like? Right. It was really exciting. I think, you know, it's, life is choices and everybody who is a working mom knows how challenging it can be to have it all all at the same time and so thinking I had some really wise um, godly women in my life my mother one of them nice who really just talked about not feeling like you have to do everything all at the same time so for the first couple years of my son's life I was still working full-time and then tried different structures of not full-time you know whether it was part-time for a company or part-time from home you know or part-time you know still when you're an employee of a company from home and then tried just being an independent consultant for a long time and chose to back off from the full-time work while our we had two kids really close together just 15 months apart mm -hmm. and didn't want to be working full-time while they were in their formative years and then it just kind of got to where the consulting side of the business was was enough that that it supported everything we needed and then some god had really blessed us that chose not to return to full-time work while they were still in the home and thought hey you know we started fairly young you know yeah. we met my husband in college and we got married and had kids relatively early on in the in the game and so we figured we can kind of do the wild travel thing later you know and and we'll just be really responsible have these kids young right so when the kids left for college, I was still late 40s, you know, right around 50, maybe, no, more late 40s to where I felt like, gosh, still have plenty of energy, lots of energy. And now let's see where the business could go and how it could thrive if if I started hiring others and expanding and yeah. expanding services. So very fun. That's amazing. And the, the fact that you made that change after the kids uh, had kind of branched out on their own mm -hmm. is just great news on the seasons that we have in our lives <laughs> you yeah. know um i know that we were at university of texas about the same time talking mm -hmm. about meeting someone in college we never met at university <laughs> it's a it's a little bit bigger than some of the schools in colorado <laughs> yeah and um and i know there are um decades where there's there's such a shift in your life that you can almost like put a punctuation mark in one mm -hmm. and and start a new chapter so it sounds like a new right. chapter but your business has been really successful 
It has been, you know, we're so thankful. And it's it's really fun. I've, I've enjoyed, you know, I think after so many years of being a consultant who worked from home, a lot of people in my life, you know, the other moms in the PTO, um, parents of the kids' friends, they didn't even know I worked. And I was really working a full-time job for many, many years, yeah. just in odd hours. And moms will appreciate that split shift when you work from home and you can call the shots with how you divide your time. Mm-hmm. You know, I would work really hard between about nine and two on the business work and then not work so hard at all, or, you know, just kind of cut it to pick up kids and uh, cook dinner and get everybody tucked in. And then there was a split shift of mm-hmm. another four hours or so late at night. And that was my life for many, many, many years. And it's, while it's really fun to be able to do that, and, and it's wonderful to be able to put the focus where you want it to be yeah. and to kind of choose, you know, when life took us down different paths with a lot of medical challenges and surgeries with people in the household that I was able to say, okay, I'm going to take four weeks and not work at all. And yeah. that was such a, a blessing to be able to do. But still, it ends up being lonely. I think if you don't have that adult interaction from work on the day-in, day-out basis, you know, if you're consulting and it's just occasional interactions, it's not quite the same. And so I was really missing that routine of having to get up and go someplace every day and interact with people and have the camaraderie. Yeah. So that's a fun shift to be back in that spot now. And you've created a really great environment here. Oh, thanks. I know I love coming yeah. here because it's just everyone's happy. Um, they, you can yeah. tell they like what they do. The environment is fun. You have sparkling water from a tap. How yes, many people do that? Do. I love it. <laughs> My son's job right now has kombucha on tap in Denver. It's like a real <sighs> hipster company. I'm like, Man, we had to go get one upped. We might have to try that. <laughs> but no, we lo- we were going through so much uh, Perrier and LaCroix and all of that. It was it was almost more economical to put it on tap, but it's also fun. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We tried to combine here the best aspects of working from home and being in an office. So we put a swing in the middle of the hallway because that's kind of fun. We have um, laundry, you know, full laundry facilities. We have a, a bedroom down there. So when people have babies, if they want to bring their babies to work right at first, they're too young to put in daycare, that that's an option. That's great. Or if somebody's got a headache and they just want a quiet spot. So you have the little outside, you know, tables for when the weather's nice and you just want to sit outside yeah, and really nice. do some reading. You know, that patio is great. great. I didn't want to yeah. leave last time we had a meeting at night. <laughs> Oh, it's so nice that yeah. you have created a culture where people see their work and life really mesh. Mm-hmm. Because when um, I talk with a lot of women about work-life balance, mm-hmm. and most agree that balance is really not a real word when it comes to trying to get everything you want out of your work life and your home life. You talked mm-hmm. about your faith. Um, you've really created a culture here that helps people to create balance so that you can offer a really fabulous product for your clients. Yeah. But we, we try to, you know, we're not a perfect company. And there are, with any company that provides consulting services, yeah. well, you know, you know, from you know, the coaching you've done, there are push periods and then there are, there are, you know, more calm periods and then you've got a deadline going. And so the way we, we're trying to get better all the time is by having an agile team and having everybody willing to shift, you know, change their hats and shift their roles mm-hmm. and and all hands on deck because if if we don't all help so and so they're going to have to stay later might have to work a weekend so let's all kind of team up and and value it together and that's really helping because otherwise it wouldn't, for a while there for about one year we tried really having a divisional focus and some folks were just doing quantitative research and some were just doing qualitative and some the facility as opposed to everybody 
working you know collectively on some of the tasks at hand and they still have their their concentration areas but that doesn't mean that they're not willing to share the load when it gets heavier in certain certain areas that's nice and they're willing to do that which I think is pretty significant Mm -hmm. how do you maintain a really positive culture with the team it's, it's part of our culture. It really is part of what is important to us. You know, there have been a couple times when, when we notice maybe somebody is going through something and it starts to, to leech, if you will, yeah, into, the work into the work. And yes, we don't want it to, and we try to keep it playful when that happens. There, we have. Um, I went and got a bunch of swim balls, um, the, those little squishy swim balls, and everybody had about a dozen on their desk and had little baskets. And if they heard anybody. Um, saying something that was negative and and almost always when they did it it was putting themselves down mm. like I'm so stupid or you know like I have screwed up on something you know we're our worst critics but if, if anybody heard that we were throwing these balls at each other and so, so they might see, get them at five at a time oh my gosh yeah if they were really <laughs> if they were really being negative about a client or a consumer especially because we really want to honor the people that we're learning from right um or most of the time it was themselves just being hard on themselves for yeah. deleting a file or doing something they wish they hadn't done um, but that really i think because it is so much a part of who we are as a company. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, you know, we have little The things. balls come flying. I can see this, and I bet the dogs love it. You forgot yeah. to say a big part of your culture is dogs. Dogs, dog-friendly, yes. yes, especially on Fridays. Everybody brings dogs on Friday, but we have typically at least two here mm. every day, you know, so Friday I gets know. a crazy. You have to be careful because I might steal your little <laughs> you spinner spaniel. Him. He's so cute. Dark girl. Love oh, him. Yeah, that's it. King Charles, right? Yep. Wow. Yeah. He's so soft. And he goes with my purse. So, no, not this one. But... <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. I think, well, when I left the workplace to come um, work in my home office mm-hmm. and go out on my own a few years ago, I used to joke that I always wanted to work in a place that that let dogs into the office. And if I couldn't do that, then I would bring the office to the dog. So I have my dog's little bed right under my desk so that he's basically laying on my feet. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the crate. Yeah, you have the crate too. right under your desk too. <laughs> I think that's amazing. And there's something that happens in, in people's brains, I think, with mm-hmm. dogs present. Um, it's not the same as cats. You probably don't have cats. I don't have cats. Good. <laughs> No offense to people who love cats, but I had to get on the dog thing. I think yeah. it's amazing um, mm-hmm. for for just our ability to control our blood pressure under stress. We realize the world's not going to fall apart. This, I don't know if it's just a Colorado Springs thing, but people love dogs. Like they'll come here, outside clients, you know, I don't care how powerful they are or, you know, how stressful the meeting is that they're about to attend. If there is a dog there... They love it. They want them in the room. They want to hold them. Mm-hmm. Like there have been clients who've come from other markets to host focus groups at our facility, and they've requested certain dogs be here because they love them so much. You're kidding. And they want to have them in the viewing room with them. No, it's it's really, it's like you said, it must do something to the brain. I really do think I'll have to go do that brain research and bring it back mm-hmm. to you since you're a research aficionado. <laughs> I, will, I will do that because... Um, one of the things that it does socially, without even doing the brain research, is it normalizes people. It mm-hmm. takes really, really important people and just 
shows how human they are. Yeah. I think if we look at everybody based on how human they are instead of based on their title or how much money they're going to give us, <laughs> it just changes everything. That's great. Now, we have different um, clients come and share our space. So that's part of our business model, uh-huh. is, and that helps us with the mortgage. You know, So we ended up buying this building and gutting it and turning it into our offices, but also into a research facility that others can use. And so they'll come, and sometimes they want us to help them find participants, sometimes not. Sometimes they just want the space with the back room. But we have a dog food company coming here pretty soon to conduct research on um, pets. And I think we're going to have the owners bring in the pets, which could be fascinating. We're trying to figure out the best format for it. You know, if we want to do them just one or two at a time, or if they could handle smaller groups, you know, and (laughs) I think it's so fun to watch when you have a group of people with their group of dogs, yeah, how they could be so similar in stature or appearance or mannerisms or behavior, it's it, w- it would be a really fun study. It's so I true. Like to get, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, that I would love to hear the results of that. Okay. Um, speaking of of things that bring us joy, um, when you were talking about uh, the way you manage life when the kids were home and mm-hmm. you know the split shift going back to work after they go to bed totally get that where did debbie land in all of that where did i land yeah um taking care of you let me think back cuz that was a little bit ago i think it was it was there were things that were important to me you know like there was a neighbor that i walked with you know every morning we did our things we did our zumba we did you know bible studies i was able to work completely work my life around things that were important to me just knowing that I was responsible enough or had to be responsible enough to still get the work done and so occasionally it meant a crazy all-nighter because I still did the things that were really important to me at the time yeah you know um, but I just I just didn't miss the deadlines you know so occasionally something would have to give and that something would be sleep but it wasn't super often right so just like any any other business where you mm-hmm. just you have to give things up for a time season yeah. yeah it is nice when you're making your own hours because then a lot of times the things that you want to do like now when i'm working more traditional office hours you know they might not be as available yeah know, because I, I need to be here with everybody for meetings throughout the day yeah exactly That's okay and that makes sense and you have the mm-hmm. bandwidth to do that now yeah. has that changed now that you, you and your husband moved downtown closer mm-hmm. to the office so you mm-hmm. don't have the suburban home anymore you no. live a city life yes does that make your whole life all of your interests more integrated because you're all concentrated here um, I think we're still in a state of transition with some of that, you know, because we lived up in Monument, and that was a really tight, cohesive community, and we were part of a, a church group that was also really tight knit, and so our and when your kids are still with you and in the home, you have almost forced social interaction with yeah. all of the parents. You know, there's sports games or a gymnastics meet, or you're gonna see plenty of adults and so it's interesting how the second they 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 move out and that forced interaction isn't there to kind of watch everybody deal with that like some of them who are super into football will still keep going to the football games for a while and then maybe they'll miss here and there if the weather's not great but slowly you know you kind of pull out and then what's left is a smaller group of friends you know the friends that you really want to make that concerted effort for. So I think we found with moving all the way, you know, about 25 minutes away, that 
we have to make more of an effort to still have it happen. Mm-hmm. And our house, which used to be really big and great for entertaining and having people over, isn't quite as good for that now. It's a smaller little downtown house. So we're trying to fix it. You know, we're building a cool outdoor space with a fire pit and, you know, an outdoor deck and something that would hold more people than yeah. the smaller living room. And then we're trying to have a couple of large parties here at the office. So we do a yeah. really big St. Patrick's Day party. Nice. But it's it's shifting things for sure. There's a lot more opportunity downtown, you know, as far as restaurants and comedy and just like we're doing a thing where we don't repeat a restaurant a single time in the whole course of a year, you know, because just cool. for our date nights, we're shift, you know, changing it up and that's fun, but it's different, you know, so socially we have to work harder at it. Yeah. Well, that is different. That just changes because when, when the kids bring people into your life and the kids mm-hmm. go away, it, it completely changes that dynamic. I'm, yeah. I've seen how our relationships have changed over the years. Yeah. Well, I kind of envy your downtown life. Um, we're two years out from Empty Nest, and mm-hmm. you just met my empty nester in the <laughs> my last She's kid. Adorable. Yeah, she is so sweet. But we we keep saying that we're going to replace her with a dog. It's hard to know what we're going to do. My vote mm-hmm. is downtown. I think my my Jeff. <laughs> And you're married to Jeff too. My Jeff <laughs> wants to go like far, far away in the mountains. Oh. And so we're going to have to come up with a compromise. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, one thing we agree on is entertaining friends. And mm-hmm. I just saw the, the cutest little thing the other day that said um, the best way to um, enjoy a bottle of wine is with friends. And mm-hmm. um, I think you have seen us do that with a, a professional women's group that meets here on occasion. Mm-hmm. We do like to hang out with oh, each yeah. other and talk with some wine. But when you're hanging out with your Jeff and your friends, what is your favorite bottle of wine? I like so many of them. Um, I, I love red, um, probably Cabernets or Malbecs. And lately I've been drinking kind of a middle range or, or less expensive wine that just still tastes great. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a good, solid bottle of wine. It's called Murph, M-E-R-F. Um, let's see. It is, I, I don't know that, it's pretty distinctive looking if you haven't seen it. It's got red and white stripes going across the front, and you could get it anywhere from probably 8 to 14 bucks, depending on where you are. Yeah. And it was first presented to us as, hey, this is the wine you can have kind of you start with a really great wine and this could be the one you have after that which I thought okay that's the opposite of the Jesus banquet story exactly well Um, we don't have Jesus here to change our water for us exactly exactly um but I like it just as much as the ones that cost maybe three times as much and it's just a really solid um solid great drinking wine I love that well I'm going to post the label on my Pinterest board my wine Mm -hmm. palace so we'll share the label and um you know I just noticed in the wine spectator um 100 wines of 2018 Mm -hmm. the top 100 range from 16 dollars to 248 crazy so doesn't that make you wonder who decides how much (laughs) you're going to charge for a bottle of wine it's crazy I think whatever you love Mm-hmm. is the perfect bottle for tonight. True. Well, thanks, True. Debbie. Thanks so much for spending time with me. You are welcome. And, um, you know, we'll have to do this again. Awesome. Okay, see you later. Okay. Bye. I'm so glad you came to join us for this Women Work in Wine Wednesday podcast. Do you want more wine? Check out my wine palace at 360 Life Strategies on Pinterest. 
If you want more inspiration on life hacks for working women, visit 360 Life Strategies on Facebook. Or you can check out Daily Inspiration for the Working Girl on Instagram. Just look for Donna Carlson 360. Tell your friends about this podcast, would you? It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and just about everywhere you find podcasts. So glad you joined us and I hope you'll come again next week.